If you're listening to this, that means you made it. You made it through one of the most tumultuous years in history. Not just for those of us who are stateside, but worldwide, we have shared a collective trauma of varying degrees, but trauma nonetheless. And I just want to, I just want to give you something to smile for. I just want to give you permission to exhale. To rest. To just release. Earlier today, I literally felt weighed down physically in my body and in my spirit. I felt heavy. And I had a lot of things to do, but I was tired and I was restless. And I was trying to read my Bible and I was trying to be present. But I knew that I just needed to take a nap. Because sometimes you just need to go to sleep. Sometimes you need to relish in that luxury if you have it. When you have it. And so while Lucy slept... I went to sleep too, and I have so many questions that are just looming in my mind, so many uncertainties, so many desires, and I feel like there are so many barriers in between me and the thing that I'm trying to reach. And I am learning slowly but surely that I can't have the most fulfilling relationship with the Lord if I am not willing to relinquish control. It's just not going to work. We're we're going to reach a certain point and we're always going to plateau if I don't know how to truly put my life in his hands. That doesn't mean that I don't have questions. But it need it means that I just need to be resolved and resigned to the fact that Sometimes I'm not going to get the answer that I want. Sometimes I'm not going to get an answer at all, but I will always have him. And that's the point. And and that's what's most important anyway. And so I went to sleep. And I slept hard. I slept really hard. And when I woke up, I woke up to blessings. I woke up to pleasant surprises. I woke up to prayers that I didn't even form with my lips yet, but I formed them in my heart. Those prayers got answered while I slept.
While I was thinking of a solution, God was talking to somebody about me. And he used somebody to solve my problem for me. And that's just like God. It don't always happen that way, but when it does, I am floored. I'm always just like shocked. Which always leads me to wonder, do I really have faith? I mean, do I really believe that God is going to come through for me and do what he says? If I'm always like (laughs) in awe when he does. Should not be expecting the goodness of God. Should not be expecting, you know, his faithfulness. But it's a process. And... I don't know. I just feel like we need a collective break. And, you know, we don't all have the freedom or the capability to go outside or go to the beach or book a trip or take off from work or take a mental health day, or not do an assignment, or not show up for our families. Like, we don't, some of us don't have all that. But if you have a few minutes right now, I just want to encourage you. You have hidden reservoirs of strength inside of you. You have creative ideas You have power, you have influence, you have strategy. You can do it. This is a season of ideas being birthed. This is a season of surplus where there's previously been lack. You sit under an open heaven. If you need relationships, if you need resources, if you need certain relationships to end, just ask. And you can give your disappointment to God. But don't do yourself the disservice of like always tempering your expectations because of what you've experienced. Submitting to the sovereignty of God takes humility. You have to delete your ego. Anxiety comes from pride. Because a prideful person does not know how to submit. They think they have the answers. They think they know. You know, I was listening to Darius Daniels, who's, I mean, if you know me, you know he's one of my faves. But he was just saying how the opposite of knowledge is not ignorance. The opposite of knowledge is what you think you know. Like how so many of us are walking around deafening ourselves to wisdom Because we think we're already well-versed. 
Like we think we don't have room to grow or room to learn because of what we already think we know. So I'm going to lead us in a prayer. And then I'm going to do a guided meditation. As I've stated before, Christians do not meditate the way the world meditates. Christians meditate on the word of God. When Christians meditate, we're not trying to clear our mind of thoughts, which is an impossible feat. We are trying to bring our thoughts into alignment with what God says about everything. So I encourage you to just get in a space if you're driving or, you know, if you're in your room, if you're in the bed, if you're at lunch, if you're in a noisy place um, and you're able Just retreat to a space where you can sit or lay, close your eyes, and take a few deep breaths before we begin to pray. And just ask God to settle you and to quiet your anxious thoughts. Get comfortable. And let's just go to him. I apologize, as always, for any background noise you might hear. And Lucy might wake up in the middle of this and completely ruin your meditation. And you know what? That's life. (laughs) But at least we started somewhere. If you have a heavenly language, if you've been baptized by the Spirit with evidence of tongues then I also invite you to pray in the Spirit. Praying in the Spirit is not just praying in tongues. Um, But if you do have that gift, the Bible says that it does edify you. So pray a little bit in the Spirit and we'll begin. Heavenly Father, What a wonder it is to be chosen by you, to be formed by you, to be seen and loved and known intimately by you. What a privilege it is to have our makeup our bodies, our minds, our souls formed by the hands that form the universe. How humbling and how sweet is it to be made in the very image of God. What a privilege it is to have the mind of Christ, to be a new creature, for all things to just pass away for sin habits and sin patterns and sin thoughts to be tossed in the sea of forgiveness, removed from us so far as the east is from the west. What kind of love is that? 
I wouldn't lay my daughter's life down for anybody. I wouldn't sacrifice her life for anybody. And yet, you gave your only begotten son so that we might have life and have it to the full. So let us live. Lord, would you just bind any force, any principality of darkness, any spirit, any demon, any devil in hell that's trying to keep us from living and thriving and remembering that in you we live, we breathe, we move, we have our very being. We are grounded in your love. When there are distractions, we're grounded in your love. When there are disappointments, we're grounded in your love. When we experience defeat and division, we're still grounded in your love. God, speak to every heart where there's been confusion, where there's been fear, where there's been anxiety and doubt, where there's been loss, where there's been internal turmoil, where there's been trauma, where there's been abuse. Be a bomb. I just ask for fresh anointing from heaven. The anointing breaks the yoke. Thank you for being a present help in the time of need. Thank you for knowing what we need even before we think to ask. Thank you for interpreting our groans. Holy Spirit, thanks for guiding us. Jesus, thank you for interceding. Thank you for passing every level and giving us the cheat codes. Thank you for laying yourself down. Thank you for abstaining. Thank you for fasting. Thank you for going to the mountain. Thank you for going to the cross. Thank you for your blood. Thank you for blessing those who cursed you. Thank you for seeing us and knowing us and still choosing to die for us. Help us to glorify your name and that sacrifice with the only offering that's due, and that's ourselves. I bind every lie of the enemy that says we're not enough. Of course we're enough. If our very life is a living sacrifice... And that sacrifice is pleasing to God. Of course we're enough. More than enough. Help us to not be self-centered and live a life that's self-centric and self-focused and self-absorbed and self-involved. But help us to be other-focused. Help us to see our neighbor, to love our neighbor like we love ourselves. Help us to pray for believers. 
Help us to pray for non-believers. Help us to pray for those who spitefully use us. Help us to pray for pedophiles. Help us to pray for white supremacists and murderers and racists and rapists and any and everybody who is broken because you died for them too and you made them too and you love them too. God, let there just be an outpour of your spirit that solidifies identity in Christ in the hearts and minds of your children. Because when we know ourselves, we can do anything. When we know who we are and who we belong to, when we know that we are a part of a royal priesthood, when we know that we've been called, not just to any calling, but to a high calling, it changes the way we move changes the way we think, changes the way we love, changes what we value, impacts the way that we see things. Let us enter into your rest. Let us willingly submit. Let us be obedient. Those heavy weights, man, are so comfortable sometimes. Those sins that so easily beset us are so sexy sometimes, so enticing, so cozy, so familiar, so sweet. Can you just take the taste out of our mouths for it? Let us be disgusted by it. Let us be repulsed by sin. Let our stomachs turn by iniquity. And even if you don't take the thorns away, and even if you don't take the taste from us, help us to choose you anyway. Saturate us in your blood. In Jesus' name, amen. So as you're taking deep breaths, as you're allowing what we just prayed to settle in your heart and in your mind, as your spirits are being lifted and your body is floating, so to speak, just think about how faithful God has been. Just look over your life right now. Continue to steady that breathing in through your nose, out through your mouth. Take whatever pace you need to. Breathe in the goodness of God. Exhale every negative thought. Bring it all into submission to God. Breathe. Breathe. Proverbs 10.22 says, The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. 
you will be made rich in spirit and glory and mind and body and finances and relationships and business. You will be made rich and you don't have to be afraid of it because there will be no sorrow attached to it. You'll have to learn lessons and some of them might be hard ones, but there will be no sorrow attached to what God wants to give you. Keep breathing. Now, if you're able, wrap your arms around yourself and squeeze. Hug yourself and keep breathing. You might even lull yourself into a rock. Rock from side to side. You might sway. You might even be smiling right now because, baby, a hug releases endorphins. And you might not be able to hug someone else right now, but you can darn sure hug yourself. So hug. And as you hug, I pray that you would right now begin to feel the warmth of God. Travel from the top of your head all the way down to the soles of your feet as you hug yourself I pray that you would feel the arms of God envelop you. Squeeze out anything that's not of him and deposit everything that is. You did it. You did it, friend. You made it. And you're not done. Keep breathing. Keep living. Keep trusting, keep submitting. You're not done. And what's ahead is so much sweeter than what's behind. Don't give up. I love you and God loves you too.